baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Tara. All right. So um, in just mere moments, if it hasn't happened already, um, we will hit the debt ceiling, the legal limit um, on how much we can accrue. Which it's interesting that the uh, White House seems to think that Congress has a constitutional duty to uh, address the debt limit. Um, sorry, not not the Constitution I've read. Nope, nope. Can't remember anything like that in now the Constitution. Now, they're responsible for spending, which, of course, the White House has no problem doing. No. See, and here's the problem with this. Republicans and Democrats are actually both right on this. Let me explain. Um, the Republicans are seeing we don't want to raise the debt limit anymore. Right, right. Right. Um, because you're just going to go on a spending spree. Mm-hmm. That's true. Democrats are saying, well, you have to raise the debt limit because if you do not, we can't borrow money to pay the other people we borrowed from um, what we owe. Yeah. And we'll default. Mm-hmm. And that has happened before. We didn't default. Um, but we got close enough to it that they downgraded our credit rating. An embarrassing thing for the United States of yes. America. Right. So what the Democrats are saying is you've got it's it's a game of chicken. You got to raise the debt limit so that we can borrow the money um, to pay off the other people we borrowed the money from. Mm-hmm. But what they're not telling you is once that debt limit goes up, they'll just spend more. Right. That went. Excuse me. They'll print and borrow more. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Which is and accrue more debt. Anyway. Yeah. With the excuse of, well, we got to pay. So the question a smart person would ask would be, hmm, why don't y'all cut something? Instead of raising the debt limit, why don't you cut something somewhere? Surely there's something that can be cut and pay the interest with that. Pay the creditors with that. Oh, no, no, no. We would never cut anything once we put it in motion, the spending. So you get this game round and round and round and round we go. And the problem is once that debt limit goes up, um, Congress looks at it as a challenge. Mm -hmm. We've got to find a way to spend this. Okay. But here's a problem. It's I mean, this is getting out of control let me let me getting yeah i mean (laughs) no it's it's really bad okay you gotta understand this country we live in a state of such unbelievable denial that you just i want to remind people so it's easy to say well you know tariff it was this bad somebody'd be talking about it oh they are all the financial experts on twitter with bigger followings than cnn business bigger audiences than cnn and business and cnbc attracts um, those people, the ones who are right all the time that I follow, which is why I sound like a financial genius. I'm not. I just repeat what they say because their track records are good. Um, the people who would never be allowed on television because they might tell the American people the truth. Those people 
know what's going on here. It's so bad right now because the interest rates are raised because of previous spending, right? We got to we got to bring the inflation down so how to raise the interest rates. We got a problem. If we just paid in the omnibus of the um, the 1.7 trillion, 400 billion of it, the highest ever was interest payments. We don't get anything that, from that. You just pay the interest, right? So what's your share of that? Well, here's what the CBO says. This is Fox News. But it's not just spending that's adding to the tab. It's the interest we are paying off because we are spending money we don't have. The latest estimate from the Congressional Budget Office says the U.S. will spend about $400 billion in interest payments alone on this debt. That's about $3,000 for every American family. Sandra? Okay, understand, 3000 for every American family just in the omnibus. Okay, so that means just through September. So you're thinking, wow, am I going to get a $3,000 bill? No, you'll pay when you check out at the grocery store because the way we're going to pay that debt is we're going to print it. We're going to print and borrow it. And you think eggs are expensive now? Wait till September. So that's where you pay the $3,000 extra is when you check out at the grocery store. Um, and it's, it's a hidden form of taxation. Okay, how bad is this uh, right now? Okay, the federal government borrowed in 2022. We have the numbers now from the CBO. just came out. $4 billion per day. Okay, keep in mind, Lee, and you'd laugh if it was another country. There's only like, what, 350 million of us? Yeah. That's not a lot to be borrowing $4 billion a day. When you consider half of us don't even pay taxes, yeah. that, that's like that you can't, it boggles the mind, really. So federal government borrowed $4 billion per day in 2022. How much is that? Like how much? That's four, that's $10,000 per household. Half those households don't pay taxes. Yeah. So um, that's $8,000 per household for those of us who do pay taxes. Yeah. And those of us who do pay taxes don't pay all the taxes. So, I mean, you know, it, it's not, it, it doesn't work. And so you end up having to, to print. And unfortunately, what that means is the prices go up and up and up and up and up and up at the grocery store. Now, uh, a lot of folks on TV saying, hey, you know, uh, inflation rates coming down. That's good. Yes, it's uh, it's plateauing, but it will go back up. And the way I know that is because we haven't started printing the money yet um, to pay for the omnibus or the four hundred billion dollars that we owe for the interest. And it's not. We'll say as well. Inflation is not coming down. Inflation is still increasing. It's oh, just yeah. not increasing at as fast a rate as it was earlier this year. But inflation is still increasing. They're sitting here applauding about six plus percent. Uh, you know, um, uh, increase in inflation uh, for last month. That's not a decrease. It's still going up. It's still inflating. Yeah, and to give you some idea, what is what is normal annual inflation? It's 1.2%, okay? We're going up at 6.5. Yeah. That's massive. So what that means is prices are going up the same in a year right now as they normally would in five. So the absolute crushing poverty of that over a decade, because they're acting like, oh, see, it's only 6%, so it used to be nine, so everything's good now. Well, no, no, everything is not good now. And then this number, Lee, the, the, the biggest, fastest inflation is in two places that are killing the American people, and they're never broken out. It's in your utility bill um, and in your car tank, right? It's energy, yeah. but it's also food. Listen to this. Okay, keep in mind as I read this to you. The average annual inflation in America, normal inflation that we have, and Trump handed this off, is between 1.2 and 1.5%. Trump handed nice low inflation off to Joe Biden. And then Joe Biden printed $6 trillion, and that's how we are where we are. Okay, what was the, if I, these numbers I'm reading to you would be massive if they were year to year, okay? This is month to month yeah. right now. Yeah. Not year to year, month to month. 
Increase in price of eggs. Eggs are in like all your food, okay? I mean, if you're eating bread. Oh, yeah. They're in everything, right? 11% increase. Inflationary increase in a month, not a year. A year, that would be huge. That's a month. Tomatoes, 4.2%. Lettuce, 4%. Butter, 2.3%. That's in a lot of your foods. Vegetables up 1.2% in a month. That's what they normally go up in a year. So this happy talk idea on the television, I, I don't know if they just read the script and don't know, they don't do math, or they don't understand math, or they don't care, or they just want a positive newscast or to lie for as long as possible before the crash hits. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, but we with prices going up this much a month for food, and that is a basic thing Americans have to buy, I'm at a loss, Lee. I just, I'm at a loss. And then you hear Joe Biden say, hey, but we need to raise the debt limit so we can print and borrow some more. I mean, he called Republicans demented for not wanting to raise the debt limit and print and borrow some more. These guys are the fiscally, you know, they're fiscally demented, I think. They don't, they don't quite get it. So that's where we are today. And um, the Republicans are risking by, by doing this by saying we're not going to raise the debt limit, but also not cutting anything, they're saying they're playing chicken with the credit rating right now. They, can, I mean, the Democrats aren't wrong. They could cause a default because of the way the same Republicans, the Kevin McCarthy's, the Mitch McConnell's, have spent in the past. I mean, and Kevin McCarthy's only doing this because he had to to be Speaker. He doesn't care oh, if we yeah, go broke. He does not care. I think this is all linked. Oh yeah. I, I think that you have got the, the Freedom Caucus folks, the deficit hawks, those who are, are being realist about the sustainability of the American economy and our dominance in the world economy are, are of the opinion this is the time. This is the turning point. I agree. This has to stop. And if it takes a default, if it takes a government shutdown, I think they're ready to go. And I think McCarthy is backed into a corner on this because he has got such a small majority. He has no option. But to listen to and and have some influence uh, on him for the policy uh, by the conservatives here who I, I'm hoping are going to try to put, if, if, if not a stop to this, at least slam it on the brakes and at least trying to bring, a, a, you know, a slowdown, at least, if nothing else. So the Democrats are saying we're not playing ball, Joe. We're, we are, um, we're, we're, you know, you guys. So where's your bipartisanship, Democrats? Yeah, they say there, we're not, because what they're hoping is, oh, Republicans will crash, you know, they'll, right. they'll, they'll cause a default and then we'll run on that. Okay, well, those are interesting games for right now, yeah. but we're in trouble, okay? Because the Saudis have just said, hey, you know what, we're open to taking payment for oil in what, you know, whatever currency you want to pay in. They're not committed to it yet. They didn't specifically say, hey, we're dumping the dollar, okay? But they said, we're open to it. And they're letting the Chinese pay in yuan. Everybody's going to want to pay in their own currency. Why? Because it'll let them start printing too. They can print money uh, if they can buy energy in their own currency. Right now, they're forced to buy it in hours. This artificially inflated. The, the dollar has been, for all of our lifetimes, artificially inflated by, yeah, right. well, no one really knows, somewhere between maybe 20 and 40%. Because the Saudis demanded payment for oil in it. Because OPEC demanded payment for oil in it. So if you wanted to buy it in your Irish, you have to change out of your money. You have to change into ours. That caused the fake demand for our money and gave us the lifestyle we have. The so-called petrodollar. The petrodollar. Well, that is um, pretty much done as of Tuesday, right? 
So the idea that we can just keep borrowing as if there's a petrodollar when there's no more petrodollar, we like we can't. And the Democrats are playing chicken right now going, no, 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 we want to keep printing. Well, like, how are you going to do that? There's no mathematical answer to it. So, the, you know, you know who's right here is our congressman, Ralph Norman, who fought this fight. And he yeah. said, listen, they, these people are like children. He's been doing interv- interviews. They, they don't understand where we are. And we are really in trouble because of what the Saudis just did. And Lee, we, this, Joe Biden slapped the Saudis across the face so many times. It was as if he was trying to get them to drop the petrodollar and cause financial calamity. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is Joe Biden's biggest disaster happened on Tuesday. And I don't even think most of the American people have any idea, but they will. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stunning news. You knew this was coming. Joe Biden, I I wonder if it was on purpose or he's just dumb. It's hard to say. Um, Went to Saudi Arabia and called on Saudi Arabia and slapped Saudi Arabia across the face again and again and again. Saudi Arabia is an interesting country in terms of America. Saudi Arabia has veto power over our economy. They have for a long time. That's because, and I'm going to simplify this, um, but long time ago, Nixon and Kissinger cut a deal with them. We'd act as their military. This wasn't a secret deal. I mean, it's very open. It's, it's very historic. This is why we get into Middle Eastern wars all the time. We would act for that, that seemingly have no purpose or no national security interest. This is why we've always done this. And uh, we act as their military. They don't have to keep one. We protect them. And they make sure that all their oil is sold for dollars. So if you want to buy oil for them from them on the world market, you have to first change out of your currency and into dollars. This causes a huge demand for dollars, right? Well, Saudi Arabia is essentially OPEC. And they've got control of OPEC, have for a long time. And so OPEC was also selling uh, primarily in dollars. What does this do? Well, this causes a demand for dollars. And Congress is more than happy to step up and meet it by running and running and running and running and running and running the printing press, right? Which we can do uniquely, like more than any other country on earth. When Zimbabwe tried it, it didn't work. Neither did it work for Venezuela. This is why we're laughing at them, um, you know, and, and things that used to cost $2 cost $20,000. It's, it's, that's what happens when your dollar isn't the petrodollar. Well, what would happen if all of the sudden people didn't have to buy their oil and in some cases natural gas in dollars? They wouldn't need dollars. They wouldn't need anywhere near the dollars that we supply them with by printing. In fact, it's a kind of a weird situation. Congress almost has, up, up until now, has almost had to print to provide enough dollars for people to buy their energy in, which has been party time for us. This is why we have a government the size we do. I mean, this is why there's only 350 million of us, but we can spend trillions 
Um, because people, other countries spend trillions buying their energy and they have to get dollars to buy it with, right? So think of it like this. Here's what Saudi Arabia did. We're the only country in the world with a significant printing press of any size, right? And we, and we could print without ending up like Zimbabwe. Saudi Arabia just essentially announced, it said, you know what? We're done with Joe. We're tired of him insulting us. He's a moron. Uh, besides, Russia has already offered to act as our military. So we lost that. That's gone. They don't need us. And the only person who hasn't figured that out is Joe Biden. And so Joe Biden uh, has done nothing but insult them, threaten them, and act like a general moron. Well, they'd much rather Russia protect them anyway. They're more reliable. I mean, look what we just did in Afghanistan. Saudi Arabia looked at that and went, <laughs> okay, we're not depending on America anymore. I mean, good, smart move for them. I mean, you don't know what we're going to do. Joe did that too. So they said, to heck with that. We saw we could depend on Russia in Syria. We saw we could depend on Russia, um, you know, in, in Afghanistan. We're going we're gonna to go with Russia as our um, new military. So we don't have to have one. And Russia said, cool, will you uh, sell oil to us in rubles? They said, yeah, cool. All right, there we go. Off we go. Don't need dollars anymore. Joe Biden acted like none of this was happening. I don't know if he didn't understand it or if they're deliberately trying to collapse the dollar. I, I don't I don't know. So it's as if Saudi Arabia just took a sledgehammer and smashed our printing press. Now, it hasn't happened yet. They've just announced they are considering accepting payment for oil, for energy, in other denominations, like whatever one you want, right? So that means Ireland gets a little bit of our printing press and India gets a little bit of our printing press and everybody gets like a little bit because they can, their own dollars will now be more valuable. Ours will go down. How much of the dollar's value is based on that whole fake system? Because it wasn't real demand for the dollar. It was a political deal. Nobody knows. Um, or if they do, they're not saying. I've never been able to find it. Um, some people have been able to put it, have put it at 20%. Some have put it as high as 40%. If this happens, it will go rapidly. If Saudi Arabia starts allowing everyone, and they're all going to want to do this, to pay for currency, pay in their own currency, which saves them money when they're buying, in many cases, when they're buying energy, they're going to drop the dollar. They're not going to need it. And all these dollars are going to be just sitting, thinking of them sitting at the bottom of the ocean when they used to be transacted to buy a currency, to, I mean, to buy energy, right? Dollars value is going to plummet. Meanwhile, you got these morons in Congress, which would be the Republican leadership, Joe Biden, the Democrat leadership, going, we're not, we're not going to stop printing. We will, we will, we will not. Um, which was also what Zimbabwe said. And Venezuela, these countries don't have a petrodollar. So they're simply just going to act like none of this has happened with Saudi Arabia. And they want to just keep printing. And in fact, Joe Biden said anybody who doesn't want to just keep printing, raise the debt limit and keep printing and printing and printing and printing. Uh, is it? Well, I'll let him tell you. These guys are the fiscally, you know, they're fiscally demented. I think they don't, they don't quite get it. Oh, but they do. So this is why we had the urgency among the the eighteen to twenty, depending on what vote you were watching, to stop Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy was in the Joe Biden boat. We just do what the lobbies want. Lobbies want the debt ceiling raised. They want to print and print and print and print and print and print and print. And you know, look if we have a fifteen dollar. Dozen of eggs, that's okay. That's cool because they get rich, but we get poor. They don't care. And so there was not a real understanding. And so we had heroic Congress members like Ralph Norman say, no, we're going to have the fiscal conversation.
We, we, we're not, we, no, no, nope, nope, nope. Kevin is going to fight the debt ceiling. Oh, and, and look, fighting it, fighting the increase, it may cause us to default. The Democrats are not wrong about that. It's a crazy thing to do. But we're in a desperate situation right now, and no one is telling this to the American people. And we should be doing triage right now with the Saudis. We should be on our knees. I mean, I hate to say this, but Barack Obama assumed the correct position, man. He should have gone down for the, on his knees begging. Because you can't decide to keep printing when you're $31 trillion in debt and you don't have a petrodollar. I mean, it's going to take us a while to fix this. Like maybe a decade or more. And it's like in Washington, it's like it's not happening. I might sound weird to you, but this is our pattern. Do you remember what the news was like right up till the Great, Great Recession? Literally days before the Obama administration was denying anything was financially wrong. And they would send Bernanke out there to correct it. No, no, it's fine. It's great. No, it's, it's keep your money in the stock. No, keep your money in the stock market. Kaboom. So understand, they will lie to you up until the very moment reality hits. They will show, if it's like, Tara, why are you saying this when nobody else is? Well, those of you who've been with me for 15 years on talk radio know I was right about those previous financial disasters and that they did what? They lied to you right up until it was too late to cover it up anymore. And they're doing it now. Good morning. You were told, after Trump claimed the 2020 election was stolen, you were told that it was the safest and bestest election ever. Totally cool. Completely kosher. No matter how many absentee ballot voting laws were broken, how many hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots were illegally sent out the swing states. To who, we don't know. Still don't know. That was great. And who was the one who did this investigation? Why the FBI looked into it and you could trust them? Well, remember the guy who had to leave the building with his box? But yeah, he had to resign after it was discovered that he uh, was one of the handful of key agents who faked the Russia collusion narrative and perjured himself at a felony level before the FISA court to do so. That guy, that was the same guy at the FBI who it turns out did the investigation. Well, that wasn't good. The same guy who faked the Russia collusion hoax lied to the courts about it? Yeah, that guy. Totally trustworthy, I'm sure. Well, now we find with a FOIA. FOIA issued, they want evidence of an investigation of the election that our government told us was so very safe and secure and just the best it's ever. After all, U.S. Attorney General uh, Bill Barr told us there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election, no matter that the five swing state board of elections, boards of elections, state boards of election, all closed down almost simultaneously on election night with Trump ahead and reopened with Biden ahead. It was the weirdest. 
I mean, you know, if it had been one state, you go, well, maybe all five? The whole world saw it. I'll never forget that night on Twitter. And people in other countries were going, they're stealing it, they're stealing it. There's so many people in India, people in Pakistan. Like, wow. But then U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr said there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud. They had, like, totally looked at it. So since then, there have been folks who filed FOIAs wanting to know, okay, like, can we see your investigation? Can we see any evidence you did an investigation? Is there any evidence you did an investigation? And can you give it to us, right? Public information. Not exactly top secret, right? You should be able to see the evidence that they did an investigation and found the election was fine. Well, now there's proof Bill Barr was lying. They didn't do an investigation. This made it up. Jeffrey Clark, um, with the Center for Renewing America, has been foying these lunatics since the election, fighting hard. But it's all very top secret. It was a secret election investigation. Bill Barr sent out a memo on November 9, 2020. He was our attorney general then saying there should be investigations of the elections. He commanded them to, 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 you know, to do it. So we just wanted to see, like, what did they involve? What did they find? How did they know they were the bestest and safest, safest elections ever? None were done. He sent the, the command to do the investigation to 12 districts. They covered the swing states that shut down in the middle of the night. We have the results from 11. They didn't investigate anything. What they did was put out press releases saying they investigated it. So they have a clue? No, they have no clue. Look, I've gone through how... I, I can't prove the election was stolen, but here's what I can prove. I can prove that in those five swing states, nobody knows who, who was elected president. Because when you add up the illegal ballots that were cast either by people who couldn't vote, people who didn't live in the state, people who were too young to vote, people who had moved out of the state, or just ghost voters who weren't real people, they're higher than the margin of victory by Joe Biden. In other words, there's no way to know who won the. I mean, you literally can't know. So I've been wanting to know how this would turn out. What, what did they investigate? How did they conclude they were the safest and bestest elections ever? They didn't. They just lied. They lied and said they did an investigation. Now here's my question, okay? Why? They, they literally had to admit, well, we have no documentation of our investigation. Because they didn't do one. Why would you do that? Why would you do this? This is your big chance to prove. It was all kosher. Humiliate Trump, finish him off, right? Prove to Trump voters his line to you. Just present the evidence, do the investigation. What does it say that they didn't? They didn't even initiate and investigate. They didn't bother. They didn't want to. So they're not even hiding the results of investigation. They didn't do one, and they told the American people they did. Why would you do that? Unless you already know what you're going to find when you do an investigation, and you don't want to. See, because those numbers that I've given to you all these years, they come right off the boards of election websites. It's not hard to find this stuff. 
It's not hard to find the numbers of people who live at addresses that don't exist, who are registered. But they're, they're ghost voters. They're not real. It's not hard to, hard to find any of that stuff. The Trump people did, and they submitted it to the courts. They hired a subcontractor to do it. Board of the 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 the, the department the um, Justice Department didn't investigate. I'm baffled by this, y'all. No investigation. It was as if they would find voter fraud, so they chose not to investigate. I is. I I mean, he just lied. And then he came out and told us, well, we've investigated. We found no widespread fraud. We found no widespread fraud because you lied to the American people. You didn't investigate. There never was an investigation. I'll tell you what did happen, though. Our government did take some action on that election. They started the Department of Homeland Security building an algorithm in in the summer of 2020. This is what the Intercept investigation found. To suppress any mention of absentee ballot voter fraud or voter fraud. How did the government know in the summer of 2020 that by the fall of 2020, when the election went down, they would need said algorithm for the safety of the American people, of course, because we can't have these conspiracies theorists suspecting, you know, suggesting there's absentee voter fraud. How would you know you would need that algorithm? They did, though. If they wanted it to all go away, they could have just investigated, right? Just investigate. Prove Trump wrong. End it right there. Stop the nation from being divided. But they didn't investigate. Weird, huh? Good morning. All right. It's always a good morning when it's a Thursday or as it's known around here, Friday Eve. Text rights on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, which is 71307. Tara, that's exactly what I was saying after what happened. No evidence isn't the same thing as we didn't look at the evidence. No investigation was done. We're now finding that out from FOIAs. Bill Barr lied. Why would you lie about a thing like this? He came out and wagged his finger at us. Donald Trump's fundamentally and profoundly corrupt attorney general. But then do we have any other kind these days in America? Wagged his finger and said it was a secure election. We did an investigation. Turns out that was a lie. They didn't investigate. It's 2023 and two years of FOIAs because it's a big secret that they didn't investigate and finally revealed this. Why would you not investigate? I mean, that was a hot issue, right? And you could not, if you were an election denier, an election denier was somebody who would not repeat what Bill Barr said. They investigated and found it was the safest and bestest election ever. Are you a denier? Turns out he's the disinformer. Folks, have you noticed the government is always the disinformer? And the conspiracy theorists are always right. You know what I would do going forward? If somebody says this is a conspiracy theory, go ahead and assume they're telling the truth. If the media says, if the government says, if someone from the government says, if someone from social media says, if the censors say, if the fact checkers say it's a conspiracy, assume it's true. Because, I mean, it's like it's like every day now. 
I mean, this is the day that we, yesterday, I mean, this week was the week we found out 90% of the COVID deaths weren't. They lied. CNN just admitted it. It's flat out lied. Folks, at that point, then the question becomes, did we have a pandemic? Because I don't think we did. Was COVID deadly? Not much. And people died from it. But it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a pandemic. Wasn't anything like they told us. So all this stuff that we were taught, it's a conspiracy theory, you can't say that. No, it was true. That's why they didn't want you to say it. Texture writes, no investigation. The government is illegitimate. Our states need to declare that and challenge taxation in every federal agency until they all resign. Yeah, that's what would happen in a sane country at this point. You lied to us about investigating the election. Again, why would you do that? Text to Ray Say Terry, you're on a ton cup coffee high this morning. Great show so far. Can't wait for the rest. Keep it up. Well, thank you, Roger. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting warmed up. So much stuff going on. Do you hear about what? You know what? I'm going to get into this coming up. We're at the point now where you have to memorize what to think about gender in this country because you cannot use logic to figure out what to think or what to say. Wait till you hear the new social media policy. On boobs. Anything? Why do I need to know that, Tara? Why is that news? Oh, it's news. It shows where we are in this country. All that and more coming up next. Stay tuned. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.